0: Hey Adele, mm-hmm. thank you for going on this dumpling adventure with me.
1: <laughs> you are very welcome. Cause uh, we, uh, fucked up. yeah, we'll see, we'll see uh, if we actually made anything edible.
2: I still have no idea what this is.
1: It's the Christmas dumpling.
2: I'm like, I, I like, I was like guarding the kitchen from Luna uh, <laughs> because she 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 sure wanted some dumpling. Um, she
1: just wants whatever's in the kitchen. She just wanted to true. eat her feet. Oh god. <laughs> I mean that too, I'm sure.
2: Uh, why don't you just call out Luna's foot fetish? Why don't you? It's
1: I just awful. did. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? I just did. Luna's really into feet.
2: <laughs> Bare feet.
1: Oh yeah. Well, Not she likes soft human feet. feet too. She likes to smell regular <laughs> human feet. I just got it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> i have so many regrets one of them is saying the phrase bare feet <laughs> <laughs> uh luna
0: is not here she's upstairs
2: if luna was here i would apologize to her
0: you don't have to she knows she knows she's not ashamed like humans oh my god
2: i don't feel ashamed like the humans do
0: Shame me like one of your human girls. <laughs>
2: oh my God! So let's let's talk Whoa. about Titanic. Actually, let's not, because that's that's a whole other can of grave worms that I I cannot open, because yeah. I I will go down that rabbit hole. Yep,
0: open I'm that confirmed. can of worms and go down that rabbit hole. I,
2: I was really into Titanic, not the movie, the ship, when I was a kid. It's Still
1: hot, so be careful. <laughs> ah, sorry. Ooh. We've got we've got taste test of the dumpling. It tastes like dumpling. Probably use more, like, allspice. Yeah? Like, a little more spice, a little more sugar, but it still
0: tastes like dumpling. yeah. Probably needs more berries, actually. Because, like... And probably needs to be
1: mixed before... Yeah. (laughs) You know, made properly. Mm. Yeah. (sighs) Maybe Uh, so. The recipe kind of... It didn't say anything about mixing, I think, because it was, you know... Before Spicester. G- generally, you mix ingredients anyways, so the, your grandmother decided to not put that mixing in there. because She doesn't it, put
0: a lot of things in her recipe, so I've been
1: struggling <laughs> a lot. Kind of got to figure it out as you go. Mm-hmm. It's like,
2: mm. oh yes, two eggs in this recipe. What kind of eggs? We're not going to tell you.
1: Ostrich. Future Ostrich.
2: aliens out there. Uh, we're not going to tell you what kind of eggs we put future into aliens. our... Future aliens out there. Mm-hmm. When, when this podcast inevitably gets broadcast to, like, I don't know, um, Gliese 495 or whatever it is, <laughs> um, uh, we're not going to tell you what kind of eggs go into our recipes. No, you just I have to I figure it out for ourselves.
1: Container. Ooh. We can figure it out. We've we'll got containers. We'll
0: figure it out. I'm going to let it cool. I turned the oven off, so it's just on the, on, on top of the oven. <gasps> Oh fuck me! What my what? mom just told me: dumplings are good fried in butter. Ooh,
2: <laughs>
0: are good fried in butter? Fried
1: in butter.
2: That's a whole new level.
1: That's a whole new level. It's I love like that. It's like the the butter fried. What is it called? The butter fried, deep fried Mars bars. No, no, no. In the <laughs> I mean that too. But in the empty bowl, they talked about um, butter cooked. Cheerios. Oh yeah. Oh. I want to try those. Yeah.
2: Ooh. <laughs> that sounds tasty. <laughs>
1: Hi, welcome to Liminal Spaces. I'm your local unknown cryptid, Adele.
0: Ooh.
1: I'm Frosty's widower, Nick.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> this will be good for the recurring listeners. <laughs> At least these ones are recorded in order. Or are they? <laughs> I don't
2: know. Oh god, and I'm, and I'm your sentient uh, bassinet, uh, Chris. Oh, if, you're am I a helmet, that? or am I a crib?
0: You're always the helmet, though. I'm
2: always the helmet.
0: <laughs> welcome to my crib.
2: <laughs> hey, guys, welcome to my crib. It's just a helmet. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hate that. And Chris
1: is joining us again this week. Uh, as we said, he's going to be joining us for the next couple. Uh, Please
2: break me out of this basement. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Chris lives here now. You're stuck here. You've been stuck here for
0: a whole... Almost three weeks.
2: It's so comfortable.
0: In the liminal spaces verse, Chris actually lives here for a month. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. There's a yeah, because now that we've spoken it into being, and with the multiverse theory, there's a liminal spaces verse where this is.
2: Oh god, e boy Chris is stuck in the liminal spaces.
1: <laughs> we've come full circle. Well, I guess that's it. We're finished. Roll okay, credits. Six. Roll credits. Hey guys, bye. Um, so. This week we're gonna talk about Chris's subject. Chris has got brought uh, a spicy, spicy take on a classic. Spicy cold take. Yeah. Yeah. Spicy it,
2: it, cold it's, it's take. It's very, it's very, very spooky, very, very scary. Um, I will be talking about so living in uh, southern Ontario, um, there is this thing uh, which is called the Wendigo, which is part of the uh, basically the. Now, bit of a disclaimer, I am not in any way uh, native to Canada. In fact, I'm one of the furthest things you could be native to Canada. <laughs> um, I like, am, you were born
0: in Canada, I, but... I'm
2: the first person in my entire family born in Canada. I come from an immigrant family, so I am, like, the furthest thing removed. But um, living in southern Ontario, uh, you are sort of exposed to a lot of uh, stories uh such as the wendigo and i would just want to like basically talk about it talk about a couple of like the weird cultural things that have come up in uh modern pop culture surrounding it uh and basically just talk about it in sort of like it's um in its status as like sort of like the spirit of winter because there are a lot of things it represents greed uh gluttony um basically just a whole slew of negative things Mm. um so that would take like literally forever so i'm just going to talk about it in like one of its aspects um so the wendigo Mm. is a um
0: hey hey anyone who wants to play along uh take a shot every time chris says wendigo
2: Ooh please don't do that
1: disclaimer we do not condone that do not blame us for any
2: please drink a take a nice sip of cold water because
1: hydration is good if chris can't drink alcohol neither can you
2: no i can't i cannot digest it sorry
1: (laughs) is is the wendigo's name wendy no. Is Wendy a Wendigo? Wendy is a Wendigo. That makes a lot of sense. Oh my god, Wen- like Wendy's Wait. Wendy? Yeah. What? Wendy's Wendy is a Wendigo. The you, redhead is a Wendigo. You guys do know
2: she's a real person, right? <laughs> and yeah. And she's the current CEO of Wendy's. Yeah,
1: and she's a Wendigo. <laughs> she has to be because we said it.
2: Oh my god.
1: Yeah, we're, we're clearly the Ooh. most highest rank in terms <laughs> of, in terms oh of god. this kind of thing. We've... We, make the laws now.
0: Another disclaimer uh, that you can says says
1: all you need to know about my life. My
0: mom just sent me a text that said, "Oops." So, <laughs> oops. <laughs> anyway, talk about the Wendigo, Chris. Uh
2: so, uh this an overview for I, I for those of you who may not know what it is. Uh the Wendigo is essentially a uh it's an Algonquin um concept of basically a cannibalistic um me. Cannibalistic spirit that it's its really hard to pin down what exactly it is because, uh, first of all, there are a lot of different peoples within the Algonquin group. Uh, so the stories of the Wendigo go stretch all the way from uh, Nova Scotia down to, like, Yay. Wisconsin. Gross. So it's a very wide um, geographical area, so you get a lot of different interpretations of what it might be. Um, Especially so.
1: considering it used to all be just word of mouth.
2: Exactly. And like, every, and like, we'll get into this in a bit, but the Wendigo is very much a, um, how it's interpreted is very much a product of sort of like the suffering that of people might be going through at a certain time. And this is a very, very interesting thing. Uh, but some, some of the, basically the core elements of it is, it is always considered to be evil. Um, it is always considered to be cannibalistic, uh, preys on uh, the weak, and it's all—it's very, very often considered to be an aspect of winter.
1: Cannibalistic on itself or on humans? Because is it on like Because is it? It's a form of human, right? It's like it's a fucked up form of a human.
2: So they're yes and no. Because like, otherwise,
1: it's not a cannibal.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of like one of those things where like. There, because of all the interpretations, but yeah, normally it is considered to be a, uh, basically a corrupted yeah. human, uh, that has committed, like, a very serious taboo. Often it is cannibalism, mm-hmm. but it can be other acts of violence. And basically it is, like, a, something that brings, like, a sickness to a group, uh, sort of, like, some something that will, like, it basically, like, infects a group and, um causes like suffering because it mm-hmm. is um basically a form basically like a form of
1: like a physical yeah. form of, of suffering yeah it's like almost like an anthropomorphic
2: anthropomorph- anthropor-
1: anthropomorphized
2: anthropomorphized there we go i can say words sometimes Only
1: sometimes I'll i have that. spoken english
2: for the good old 23 years um anthropomorphized um form of, like, a suffering that a group might be taking, uh, might be, uh, encountering, especially in the winter. Um.
1: Well, yeah, especially, like, Canadian winters, like, North American winters, and, the back when winter wasn't global warmed. Yeah. Globally warmed, and, uh, you know, before structures like this, like, indigenous structures, they did the best they could, but woof.
2: Oh, yeah. And, like, if like you've never experienced like I we live in like southern Ontario so winters here are relatively mild.
1: Yeah, they're not even as bad as they yeah. can get.
2: Like go a couple kilometers like north, like into like the, the northern part of parts like of Ontario. Ottawa. Yeah, Ottawa or even higher up like Thunder Bay. Oh yeah. my God, it winters there are
1: actual Algonquin brutal. Park
2: brutal. <laughs> yeah, winters there are brutal. So, um, it is. It makes sense that like lots of stories of the Wendigo. Um, originate from like this like really cold harsh like part of the world mm-hmm. uh let's see let's take a look at my notes um so yeah there are lots of different interpretations of like the wendigo because there are lots of different peoples in the Algalcon group so you can't really like pin down exactly what it is but the cannibalism and the evil are some of the most important uh most most Uh, aspects of it Um, and because of all the you know, different interpretations of the Wendigo, there are also different uh, physical interpretations of what it might look like, so uh, I'm going to take a minute to talk about um, the uh, depiction of the Wendigo in current uh, pop culture, because I don't know where this came from but um
0: So what have I missed? <laughs> uh
2: so so far you've missed basically just like me talking about um
0: History. how
2: the different um how there are lots of different groups in the Algolquin like sort of like people yeah. which is a very it's a very wide um it's a very wide category because it's basically just like people who speak like a similar language.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh their actual like cultural identity. Would They're be, like, like a language family. Yeah, exactly. Um, But we haven't
1: gotten to the juicy stuff yet. We haven't gotten to
2: the juicy stuff yet. So, uh, because there are lots of different peoples, the interpretations of what a Wendigo might look like uh, do vary quite a bit. Um, One of the... Oh, sorry, I was going to talk about the pop culture one. So, there has been this trend recently uh, in pop culture where... You get sort of like the images of a Wendigo with like stag horns, and sometimes an entire like stag's head.
1: Oh, really? I haven't seen that.
2: Yeah, Hannibal. Um, Hannibal I, I, oh. I, 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 I can't. I don't know for certain, but I do think that Hannibal is responsible for a good chunk of the popularity of this interpretation. Yeah, probably. Um, and you do actually tend to see like this one person's like uh, illustration of like. What a Wendigo would look like. Um, it's from their deviant art, and like you see it all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it's it's a very it's a very it's a very new sort of creation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if it's if it's play if it plays into sort of like that idea of like a woodland spirit. So it has it has like antlers. Maybe like, like, like a yeah, like a yeah. Uh,
1: what's it called? Like a. Bestialized yeah. human, like a
2: yeah.
1: a human turning kind of animalistic.
2: Yeah, or like it might even primal. be like a um, a weird um, uh, amalgamation of like what was that one uh, forest deity, the the one pagan forest deity. Yeah, was, like it might be like a weird like fusion of that because like you have that horned god, a mm-hmm. horned like spirit. It's usually and then, more
1: of a goat, but yeah, still the horns.
2: Still the horns. Um, horny. Oh my god! Oh
0: my god! <laughs> oh <no. You laughs> okay. Anyway, that's my one joke for this episode. <laughs> I would like to rage, please.
2: <laughs> I would like to rage, please. Uh, that was a critical role reference. Go watch that. It's really good.
0: Or if you don't have Matt enough Mercer, time,
2: consider this your one free plug.
0: If or if you don't have enough time, go listen to the go listen to the podcast of it because. It's pretty good, and it's um, edited a little bit more, and I don't have enough time to watch things live, so...
2: Mm. Anyway! Uh, so, um... This, like, interpretation of, like, the... Of, like, a stag-headed sort of, like, Wendigo is a very, very... It's not as traditional as, like, the other two, um, interpretations. Now, I am the furthest thing from a... Um, from an expert on this sort of thing I just want to talk about it um, But yeah.
1: yeah That's basically the whole podcast yeah. <laughs> It's just We don't really know that much about these things But we're interested So let's yeah. talk about it
2: Um, So just a side note The reason why I'm so interested, interested in this Is because I am absolutely fucking terrified Of the Wendigo And I Have been since I was a kid Because like when you're, like, living in, like, Canada, you get exposed to, like, these sorts of, like, things through, like, television and stories and all that. Mm-hmm. And the concept of this absolutely terrified me. Because the, co- the thought of, like, not only a, uh, a malevolent cannibalistic spirit that is going to come and get you uh, terrifies me. But then the mm-hmm. idea that you can turn into one yeah. is even more terrifying. Um, but, yeah. Another, uh... More so
1: than vampires?
2: Oh, here's the thing. Vampires. I'm not too squeamish about blood.
1: Ah, yeah, that's true.
2: I am very used to blood. Um, But,
1: like, eating people is a whole other story? Yeah,
2: that's, like... They're both, like, weirdly, like... In a cannibalistic sort of, like, thing. But... I don't know. Just, like, eating, like, a whole ass person is just...
1: A whole ass person? A whole
2: ass person.
0: You, you just eat an ass person?
2: Yes. <laughs> we, we we have declared... We have declared oh, war on person. the ass people.
0: This is like, what?
2: We've declared war on them.
0: <laughs> on the people who eat
2: ass. On the people of ass.
0: The people who eat
1: ass?
2: Um, but yeah, it's it is, goes, um... It goes ass people. Ah! Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Don't like that. Um, so... Some of the more traditional, quote unquote, um, I guess it wouldn't be quote unquote. Some of the more traditional uh, depictions of the Wendigo are that of an emaciated corpse. So basically, yeah, that's what
1: I know. Like I, I I hadn't heard of the stag until just now because I never, I never watched Hannibal either. (laughs) Yeah, um, yeah, like that's that's another show I watched like the first season of and Um... didn't get further than that.
2: There are a lot of like subtle like depictions of like Wendigo like. Entities yeah, in, like, like, a lot of popular culture as well And
1: even in Supernatural or yes. That Wendigo episode And Supernatural Was, like, the scariest fucking episode Yeah, it's absolutely exactly. Well, other than Bloody Mary fucked me up Um oh, But wow. I've always been scared of Bloody Mary um, Mirrors Mirrors be like that Yeah, but, um No, the Wendigo one was super terrifying But that one That one's more of, like, an emanci- emancipated
2: Yeah uh, Emancipated
1: <laughs> Emaciated Emaciated <laughs> Close enough Words are off Oh, all. my God <laughs> Anyways, um well, and uh, there's also that other game, there's that game Until Dawn, I think it's yeah. called. Those are the two kind of main ones that I know, and they're both like more yeah. kind of that weird. Until Dawn fucks me up because like anyone could be the villain, yeah. depending on your choices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's a wild one. Um, I've never played it, just seen it through. But either way, um, those are kind of what I had in mind, so I didn't. Yeah, those, those yeah. kind of more of the traditional imagery of yeah. it, kind of.
2: Um, you do tend to find that a lot of like, um, a lot of people who are like in sort of like the cryptid sort of community. They tend to more lean towards the, the stag headed one. Uh, I don't know why.
1: Hot. I mean, maybe that. But also, you know, the. the um, yeah, I, I think to make it maybe less human.
2: Maybe, yeah. You know,
1: to make it more of like a, a weird otherworldly creature. Yeah. It's antler dysphoria. Yeah.
2: Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so, one of the, one of the traditional, uh, depictions of the Wendigo is that of, like, basically, like, a very corpse-like, um, emaciated body, uh, that still looks very humanoid, uh, but it's often described as having, like, no lips, no toes, which, interestingly, are some of the first things to go when you get frostbite.
1: Yeah, yeah, which yep, 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 yep. brings
2: it back into the winter thing. Yeah, definitely. Um,
0: did you tell the? I wasn't here. Did you tell the story about like one of the one of the first like Wendigo stories, uh,
2: or one of the more
0: popular ones? No,
2: I did not. Would you like to tell it?
0: Do you want me to tell it? Sure. I can tell it in very broad terms. Sure. So like, there's this guy um, who he has to leave to go north to hunt for food. Um, he takes his family with him. Um, so his wife and their I think two kids Mm -hmm. and um, but they get lost in the snow they got trapped there Mm -hmm. and they get trapped there for a while they have to like they eventually like make camp and like have to winter there Um, and then uh, apparently
1: Do the parents eat the kids
0: no see the thing is um, they're not heard from the entire winter Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and then once the winter comes once the winter ends he's found um, like starving but like also not dead And the rest, and he he tells that, like, the rest of his family, like, died in the winter from, like, freezing and, you know, and then they eventually, like, track back to his original camp and they find, like, their bones had been gnawed on with human teeth. Oh, for sure. And they're like, oh, shit, this guy, like, you know, he ate them to survive, and they they did start with, like, the kids, because, like, the kids died first, and then, yeah, but, like, eventually they, um, and then they, like, kind of like i guess brought like to for like lack of a better word brought him to a trial for that Mm. and like under the circumstances that he has turned into a monster at least that's the version of the story i heard
2: so yeah and like this one is like actually a true story because i i think i do remember like this one uh you wanted
0: more oh yeah
2: um so yeah basically like he i think had six kids so, yeah, he had, like, you know, like there was,
0: yeah, know I, like, if, I don't know, I don't know how many kids there's normal.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, Most, m- m- both my siblings have two kids, but, like, yeah. my both my parents had, had, like, seven plus siblings, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: My grandmother had, like, 14 kids, so.
0: <sighs> Pachi, yeah. machi. I have a
2: lot of aunts and uncles. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, um, that is one of the, one of the... sort of of like the real life stories of like uh the wendigo and sort of like this like concept called wendigo psychosis which is essentially like it's 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 um it's a very disputed term in sort of like the psychological field because like some people go are really like debate like its validity but basically it's uh this concept that somebody has like uh intense cravings for human flesh and um they they will have like uh insane fever and um a lot of like physical like uh symptoms um and they'll have like this intense fear of like becoming a wendigo
0: yeah but that's yeah it's important to note that wendigo psychosis is very culturally um
2: Mm -hmm.
0: culturally limited i guess is a good word yeah like yeah like you're not going to be a basic white person and be like, I have, w- w- like...
2: Yeah. I have mm-hmm. went
0: to You don't. It's very cultural. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And it's, like... And I think that's part of, like, why it's, like, so disputed. Because, like, oh, they're not white, so that's their their opinions don't matter. That's sort of, like, bullshit that you find in a lot of medical fields. Yeah. Um, so that's why yeah. I'm not going to get too into it. Just because uh, that's a whole can of worms that I don't really want to open Mm
0: -hmm. don't want to lay in that yeah don't want to like wiggle around in those worms no
2: thank you (laughs) um but yeah we're still on like the physical depictions of the wendigo (laughs) um so that's so the sort of like the emaciated corpse is one of like the depictions another very interesting uh depictions and i actually read a story once uh about this uh is that of almost like an ice giant Maybe not, like, literally, like, made of ice, but, like, almost like a giant that's, like, sort of, like, an aspect of winter. The
1: like frozen a, heart. With the
2: frozen heart.
1: Like, abominable snowman?
2: Not quite abominable snowman.
1: Like, abominable snowman, but you, like, shaved
0: him and starved him for a month.
2: Yeah, and, <laughs> like, you do you do find a lot of the similar, similar uh, depictions, like, no lips, no toes, mm-hmm. very much, like, sort of, like, that sort of, like somebody who was, like, left out in the cold too long sort of Me. depiction. But what's interesting th- about the... What?
0: What? <laughs> come on, come on.
2: Um, <laughs> An interesting thing about this aspect of the Wendigo is that um, the reason it's a giant is because every time it um, essentially consumes a person, it grows in size, so the consumption of that person can never satisfy them. So mm-hmm. the bigger this kind of, like, Wendigo is basically, the more people it's consumed. And, like, there is like, really horrifying. Like, its footsteps will have, like, blood in them, and it's, like, a whole whole can of worms. Um, Don't don't want to have to clean
0: up after that one, though.
2: Yeah. Mm -mm. Um, But this actually goes into a story that I read uh, one time where, um, basically, uh, this guy is hunting this kind of wendigo he is basically out in the woods because like this thing is hunting his basically his family i think and um this gets into a a, a very very important aspect of uh wendigo uh stories because um he eventually tracks down the wendigo and he's very prepared to fight it. Like, obviously, this is terrified because this thing is huge. It's killed a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, but he spent, like, basically his entire day, like, rubbing a, um, a flammable resin onto his arrow. Nice. And he shoots it, and this flaming arrow pierces his heart, and that's what kills the Wendigo.
0: Hey. I'm starting to, like, have you noticed how a lot of, like, the the mythology of this particular Wendigo falls right alongside uh, Disney's Frozen?
2: Disclaimer, I've never actually watched Disney's (laughs) Frozen.
0: I've only seen it once, I don't really remember. No, it's like, it's like, um, like, you have to melt the ice to, like, save the person, whatever, blah, 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 except it's, like, less, like, let's kill them, you know?
2: Interesting. Hmm.
0: And I don't think, like, either of them have, like, consumed human flesh on screen, so...
2: On screen.
1: On screen. Uh, On screen. You never know what goes on behind closed doors.
2: Edina Menzel. Because I know you're listening to this. Oh my god. Um, if a Frozen 3 happens, please, get get them to get a bigger orchestra. (laughs) You deserve better. You deserve better. Anyway. Um... No (laughs)
0: one.
2: So, um... So this gets into a, another aspect of basically the Wendigo. Oh, before I continue, um, an an interesting thing about like this sort of Wendigo that like is an ice giant that like expands every time it eats a person is a lot of times if this Wendigo was like a person transformed, uh, sometimes the the frozen heart will actually be the person mm. who 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 originally was the person who got turned into the Wendigo.
1: Right.
2: Yeah and, um, only, like, destroying that heart, which... You destroy
0: the person at the core of it, then you stop the beast from uh, rampaging.
2: Exactly. And it's... Makes
0: sense to me. Uh, it's
2: it's an interesting, uh, interpretation, or an interesting, like, um, aspect of, uh, the Wendigo. Um, but this gets into, uh, one of the most important aspects of the Wendigo, uh, story that I think that like a lot of like people who aren't um, tuned into like sort of like the folklore of this uh, really uh, grasp is that a lot of times in these stories the people win yeah and I think that's a central aspect of the Wendigo story that you have this huge terrifying or like this like disgusting, terrifying creature that's, like, hunting you down and...
1: Essentially corrupt human.
2: Exactly. But at the end of the day, other people will always triumph over the Wendigo. Mm -hmm. Because it is basically... Basically, the way you defeat a Wendigo is by working together with um, your community. Teamwork. And... Uh, that's such a central aspect to the Wendigo that, like, I find that, like, modern appropriations and let's be real, it's appropriations of yeah, yeah, like, uh, the Wendigo, um, just never take into account that the Wendigo, at the end of the day, is a story about the human spirit and working together to survive a harsh, cold winter. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, that's
0: Welcome to my TED talk. central,
2: that's a central aspect to it that... I think, it's just not um, found in like modern interpretations.
1: Yeah, it's it's one of those things that like uh, in a lot of like indigenous uh, legends and folklore and stuff. They obviously have like a very clear message to kind of get the idea across, and yeah. and that there's a ver- moral at the end of the story. Yeah, and very much like in you would need to have a story like that to kind of. I mean there's the fear of it of course too Mm -hmm. but it kind of also you know fear motivates yeah and and if you're in this cold harsh winter um you have to have community in order to survive and and so in in modern day where that is not only because it's been appropriated and stuff has been lost Mm -hmm. that's less of a concern now because Mm -hmm. we have modern day structures and whatnot so even though i fully believe that you still need community to get through winter because Winter's rough. Winter, Winter is, is rough. Winter is, you know, the season, uh, especially like season of, you know, declining mental health because everyone if there's less sun and mm-hmm. everyone's stuck inside and Cabin it's cold. Cabin fever. Yeah.
0: Cabin fever. And like they're um, used. To, and like there's less less so normally now. But there used to be, like, a big fear of, like, running out. Like, the winter running too long, yeah. and then you're running out of supplies. You're running mm-hmm. out of food. Mm-hmm. You're running out of what you've saved for the winter. Mm-hmm. And that, I think that's where a, big, a bigger part of that fear comes from. Because a lot of these stories that I've heard of the Wendigo is there's a family unit that is isolated from the rest of the community, and Mm -hmm. that's why one person turns to, like, eating the others to survive.
2: Exactly. Even if they
0: don't initially kill them, they still, like, once they're dead, you know, you need to
1: eat something.
0: Like, you're starving anyway, and this person just died. Yeah. There's a a source of food, which, like, I understand more, but, like, it's also, like, I feel like the modern iterations have, like, hit so much on the, like, don't-eat-people part.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because
0: that's more of a... Not a modern-day fear, but more of a scary thing. Yeah, but it's also, like... They, the, I think the original moral was supposed to be, don't, like isolate from your community because yeah. then if this happens, you're gonna have nothing else to turn to. Yeah, exactly. Which goes back to your, your moral of like this is about community fighting back against this.
2: Yeah, exactly. Cause like, like I said, like at the end of the day, the people always win against the Wendigo because, that's what makes humans special. The fact that we work together. We crawled mm-hmm. out of, uh, we crawled out of Africa. Um, solely based on the fact that, like, we know how to work together and we can form these communities because together we are far stronger than we are alone.
0: And mm-hmm. we all like we have like this innate wanderlust too. Let's not let's be real.
2: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but speaking of modern day uh, modern day interpretations of the Wendigo, uh, a very important thing to note about the Wendigo is it's not an ancient legend that. People, oh, yeah.
1: Thousands, way, way of, years Thousands of years ago.
2: Thousands of
1: years ago. I'm sure I mean, it may have maybe it's been around for yeah. a long time, but it's not, like, it continued until yeah, exactly. more there, It's
2: not long dead. There
1: exactly. are a lot of, like, early 1900s stories about yeah. Wendigo hunts. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. well, because like, that's still, even then, Canada was still new at that point. Exactly.
2: Um, and important thing to know is that because, like, a lot of these peoples, like, obviously still exist. Yeah. the story of the Wendigo has also evolved with them and yeah. with their societal problems mm-hmm. so um, and this is where we start to get into the Wendigo less so as like a spirit and more so as like a concept
1: yeah
2: um, because you do find um, a lot of a lot of people's will uh, go like a lot a lot of people's will interpret sort of like capitalism or environmental destruction or Basically, like, all the suffering that colonialism has done to them Mm -hmm. uh, as sort of, like, a wendigo. And that's where you get into it more less as, like, a person who has gone and, like, who who, through their greed and corruption has started, like, basically destroying the community. You get into this concept of, like, corporations and all, and corporations and greed and, uh... well that it's
1: still like it's those concepts on a larger scale exactly wh- which I think is the sign of a good legend a good like a good myth is that yeah. it is it, it it crosses what's it called it stands the test of time yeah like it, it is very easy to see the what it's saying and you can apply it to wherever the world is at that point that you're exactly. living
2: yeah Um, so that's, like, the biggest thing, uh, you gotta make sure you take away, is that, um... We
1: need to band together to fight against greed and corporations.
2: Also, don't, don't appropriate, try, don't appropriate the story of the Wendigo. There are so many other, um, there's so many other, uh, less culturally significant, uh, or... Maybe look into your culture. Maybe you have the story of like a winter spirit that is going to tear apart your community. I mean, probably. Uh, yeah. Me- don't 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 appropriate the Wendigo for your, um, for your stories. Um, but yeah, uh, at the end of the day, winter, when this episode releases, it might be the dead of winter. Though who knows? With
1: uh, it does has a schedule. It should be the end of December, just before the New Year.
2: Oh yeah, but. Will the weather be winter? That's the real question. question.
1: Yeah. Global warming is real.
2: Yeah. Um, So, when this episode airs, um, hope it'll probably be cold and snowy and dreary. Um, So, reach out to uh, your friends and family and make sure that you stick together through this time of the year because, you know, it sucks.
0: It does. It is rough. Yeah... My landlord's kids, I think, are finally
1: off school, so everything's very loud. Yeah. <sighs> or if not already, then they will be soon. Yep. Yeah. It's great. It's fun. It's fine. <sighs> we'll, okay, We'll retaliate with the Yule party. Exactly. <laughs> It'll be fine. Anyway... Thanks for sharing, Chris. It was, good, it was a good story. It was a good time. Oh, good no good problem. message. Good to have you. Thank yes. you.
2: Thank you. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Now, hopefully you'll let me out of your basement?
1: No. No, you have to stick around for another two weeks. Please. No, 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 Don't no, worry, no. we'll feed you.
2: I have fish to not feed because I, ha- I don't own fish. I
0: have, I have, I have a, I don't have a fish. I have a moss ball. I have dumpling for you.
2: Ooh, dumpling. Yes. Fried dumpling?
0: Well, it's not fried. It's baked.
2: Chicken fried dumpling?
1: Chicken fried Christmas dumpling? Mm. No. Kentucky <laughs> no.
2: fried dumpling. No! This is Stop. Colonel Sanders, if you're listening, because I know you are.
0: No.
2: Sponsor us with uh, Kentucky fried dumpling. Kellogg's. Kellogg?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Do you know the story of Kellogg?
2: Yeah. I don't know. He broke into Vault 111 and shot your significant other and stole your baby.
0: Not that Kellogg. Oh. Different Kellogg. Kellogg, um... He believed that masturbation was evil, and to stop people from masturbating, he was going to feed them the blandest cereal ever, and that's where he invented cornflakes.
2: And (laughs) now we have frosted flakes that has made so many people into furries because of Tony the Tiger.
0: Yep, and he would also be rolling in his grave, so good. And he also used to have regular yogurt enemas because he thought they were healthy.
2: I feel like Tony the Tiger would appreciate that. I
0: hate that you said that out loud. (laughs)
2: This is the cursed, cursed episode. This
1: is, this the, is cur- the extra cursed episode. Hello, now, now that I'm
2: not talking about my notes and like what I, what I, what I had like planned to talk about, I'm just gonna go hog wild.
1: Well, that's all the time we have today. Thirty to
0: forty feral hogs. Anyway,
2: so... <laughs> balls deep in thirty to forty squealing hogs. I'm so sorry, but cards against humanity. If you're listening, no, because I know Chris, you are, Chris, Chris, please Chris, make that no. a card. No.
0: You can make it a card yourself. I know. I have blank cards. I
2: know.
0: I'm not going to let you make that a card, but I have blank
2: cards.
0: (laughs) Okay. Okay. We're we're going to leave now.
2: Thank you for for listening.
0: Thanks for listening, everybody. Um, If you want to send us an email, uh, tell us about your favorite liminal spaces, what Chris did wrong today. (laughs) (laughs) How cursed Chris is. How cursed Chris is. Um, how my absence has affected you in this day, because I left for half this episode to make dumpling.
1: It's okay. It's uh, okay. It, you you just, made it in for a good chunk of it. Exactly. So yeah, just just
0: uh, shoot us an email at liminalspacespod@gmail.com. At you can follow us at Twitter at liminalspacespod and Instagram the cursed space at liminalspacespod um we're on youtube we're on most streaming platforms actually i think at this point yeah we should be yeah Um. you can find my twitter at arsenic in new lace and you can find chris's twitter through my twitter he's one of my few friends on there i do not
2: exist he does in a a professional sense
0: (laughs) (laughs) and in a human sense in a human sense
2: in a dimensional sense i am not on this dimension actually
0: That's because we're on the 11th dimension.
2: That's true. There
0: are either 11 or 26 dimensions, and scientists can't decide which one, and that
1: fucks me up so bad. Listen. Um, you can find Adele (laughs) in places. Yeah, dimension speak is a whole other thing, because then there's a whole, the whole, like, dimensions as consciousness. Uh, uh, Dimensions is a whole other topic we Uh, should, we'll cover at some point, I'm sure. uh, We'll have
0: to... I, we're I all know, okay enough to deal with existential crises. I know one person who's a mathematician who might be able to mm,
1: talk about that, but I don't know. A mathematician? Mathematician.
2: Math magician. She
1: has a degree. She's makes word, makes numbers into magic. <laughs> she
2: makes words into She makes
1: magic. words.
2: She makes into magic. That's just a plain <laughs>
1: magician. You're not wrong. Um, I have social medias. Uh, Adele's instagram i'm just reading the doc i'm sorry adele you can find adele on instagram is uh at adele bernadette or my twitter is at adele underscore palm like the palm tree p-a-l-m p-a-l-m plom um plom
2: that's my favorite fire emblem character i
1: hate that
0: Uh, that probably is a fire emblem character i don't know enough about fire emblem to say it's not
1: yeah me neither
0: um, our, our intro and outro music has been "Into the Woods" by Purple Planet Music, Thank and you. our guest has been Chris. You'll see him next week, next, next two weeks. When they
2: finally let me out of the basement,
0: coming out of my cage, and I've been feeling just
1: fine. Gotta gotta get down because I want it all. How we much don't do you want the like...
2: killers to sue us.
1: They would never. They would never. I've I'd... given them too much of my time and money <laughs> and love for oh. them to sue us. Oh, but like my whole like my whole life. Hard eyes, motherfucker. Um, we fucked up our, our, our outro last time. it's um, Chris. He, he's thrown us I'm off I'm just rhythm. an
2: agent of, like, of chaos. absolute chaos. Yeah. It's but chaos. not in the Joker way.
0: Agent of chaos?
2: I'm an agent of chaos. <laughs> yeah.
1: Definitely. But, uh, yeah, so, um... This has been Adele. I've been Adele. No, you're supposed to... I, <laughs> I can't... I
0: don't know how I to do I don't exist. Uh, this is Chris, and we'll see you next time. In the lim- Lemonade lim- Spaces. spaces.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's close enough. That's close enough. It's good enough. I feel like the fact that it was slightly off time just really makes it.
0: It really yeah. does. Sometimes it you just need to be off
2: time. Yeah. We're flying away
0: Are the helium balloons? Oh for fuck's sake! I told you we can't, The car can handle the helium balloons Oh it's too late now We're flying away
2: Every time we get into a Prius
0: <laughs> Smart car You can hang a smart car Up in your closet It's fine uh, I
2: don't think you should Restrain smart cars Of the closet They are obviously very gay
0: Like yeah It's an open <laughs> closet <laughs> It's like It's less of a closet uh, And more of like Just a hanger In the middle of your hallway
2: My, my closet What's
1: the function of this?
0: Smart cars are hung Oh.